What is up? My name is Kevin Wu and I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get abs for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Live to Spy podcast. Today, I talk about shit exercises and good exercise. What makes a good exercise and what makes a shit exercise? Let's talk about it. Hey, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, it is Monday. Brand new start to week over here. Today, we're talking about shit slash good exercise. When I'm talking about shit and good exercise, I'm talking about it in the perspective of hypertrophy. Because I want you guys to be the most aesthetic versions of yourself. I want to make sure that you guys are looking the way you do want to. One, now, one reason why I'm not saying fat loss exactly is because, well, this kind of ties into fat loss. Uh, I'll explain in a minute. But most of the thing about fat loss is just seeing the scale drop. Now, a lot of these exercises you guys do, let's say over here, like a dumbbell press itself, are can be directly kind of correlated to like the weight scale dropping, right? Now, when I say hypertrophy is gaining that muscle, and when you do gain muscle too as well, you have a better body composition, look the way you do want to look like, having that muscular physique, like the movie star physique, but also it's going to lower your overall body fat percentage because body fat percentage comes to a ratio. Right, if you have more muscle and have exact same amount of fat, you'll have less body fat percentage, right? And that means you'll look leaner too as well. Hopefully, that kind of makes sense. Now, so in terms of fat loss exercise, your guys probably best fat loss exercise is the one that's literally gonna burn the most amount of calories. That's probably gonna be like a burpee, right? Because you're using a lot of cardiovascular side of things and really moving your whole body itself with the jump from your leg muscles to the push-up itself, but it's not going to directly, directly correlate to hypertrophy itself because that resistance is different. Now, if you guys are overweight too as well, uh, yeah, you probably see a lot of weight growth because your body weight acts as a resistance itself. So if you're like 250 pounds, you're doing a 250 pound, basically like almost like a bench press equivalent itself, pushing that weight against the gravity. So obviously you guys are going to have a lot more weight to kind of play with in terms of resistance kind of profile, which will make you gain that muscle, right? But if you guys, let's say, are like 100 pounds, you know, 150 pounds, and you guys did some push-ups. Well, guess what? You're only pushing like 100 pounds resistance versus if you bench press, you load it up like 150. That's like one and a half times your body weight itself and much better than like a push-up or something like that, right? Because you're going against that gravity in another aspect with an external weight. But let's dive into it and let's get that clear because a lot of people, when I make content itself, they kind of like really skew what I say itself. Like, for example, when I put, put it like a mind-muscle connection with the lat pullovers, um, I specifically put two 10 pound plates under my heels because the first person in the frame, if you guys watching the little skits, was moving his hips. And I said these two pound plates will prevent momentum. And I got a couple comments over there saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying because, you know, they, I don't know what the lat function is. But I specifically say um, these two pound plates, we put your heels on them, will help prevent the momentum, right? And that's given the hips because the guy in the first frame was using hips, like a hip extension, which is going to use his glutes, which is why he can't feel his lats as much. Right, because he's also using his glutes too as well, using momentum. So I specifically say using two ten pound plates. So don't fucking. <laughs> so those comments don't really bother me too much because I know I got my point across itself, and they just weren't paying attention. But a lot of people like to skew what I say and kind of put it out of context, which is kind of annoying too as well. Uh, whatever. So let's talk about good and shit exercise. Shit exercise itself, I'm gonna say like a dumbbell tricep extension or like a free weight dumbbell bent over row. The reason why I say this is because those exercises, well, one, a dumbbell tricep extension, the tension curve is terrible. So 
like at the very bottom, you can literally hold it all day long. But once you kind of move it up like even slightly itself, it gets a lot harder. And at the very top, it's so freaking hard to really kind of hold it there. So I challenge you guys to try to hold the dumbbell tries extension, flexing tries the whole time. You guys probably won't be able to hold it very long, given that you guys are using a weight that's adequate for your muscles to challenging. Uh, so with that being said, if you guys, let's just say, do it in like a cable kickback setting, it's a lot better. And the tension curve is more streamlined itself. You're able to hold it and squeeze it there for a lot longer itself. So that tension curve is just not great itself. And at the very bottom, you're spending a lot of time where there's absolutely zero tension, zero stretch on that tricep, and you're missing a lot of this time under tension, right? So the weight, the equivalent you could use is going to be a lot skewed too as well because um, given the weight you're kind of using is going to dramatically play a big difference in how of muscle growth. First, like a cable tries to kick back. Then if you bent over on that side of things, you lose a lot more weight in that aspect and have more time under tension and be able to grow that muscle more efficiently. But now let's say if you guys are doing a free weight kind of dumbbell row and limiting factor might be like your lower back. It might be like your abs and you can't really brace yourself against anything. You might be using a lot too much momentum itself and that comfortable is very, um, I mean, that position is very uncomfortable because it's not very stabilized. So I was listening to a podcast. It was from us, Ben Pakulski. He was talking about uh, stability and exercise, internal versus external. Now, even like a hack squat versus a barbell free weight squat, I most of the time would choose like a hack squat itself. Your main goal is just to purely grow muscle because you have the external stability itself. All you have to do is focus on going down, going up versus like a barbell back squat. You have to think about, you know, engaging those lats, um, bracing yourself a lot more and just making sure like you don't kind of like fucking fall over, right? Making sure that bar is in place over there. Whereas like a hack squat, everything's kind of done for you itself. All you have to really do is well brace, come down, squat, come right back up. Right, so the external stability is going to allow you to focus and just work those leg muscles a lot more. Whereas, like a barbell's back squat, which is not a bad exercise, but it's going to be externally, I mean, internally stabilized from yourself. And now we're looking at external and internal stabilization. Now, let's talk about that in a bent over row. So, we got a bent over row, and we're not braced against like a pad or a bench itself. We're going to be not stabilized. So that means we're not going to be able to lift as much weight. And that means less weight is going to less muscle growth to a certain extent. Um, because given we're doing the same arm path and everything like that, and if we use, let's just say, with the exact same arm path, exact same position, and also too as well, we're not going to be using other muscles as much. Because let's say you're lying against a bench, you're probably going to use some other muscles to pull yourself up, right? Like, you know, like your lower back, you're coming up with the lower back a little bit. So it's going to use those muscles, maybe your hips, maybe something else, maybe another muscle. But when you're flat against the bench itself, well, guess what? All you do is drive your elbows back behind your body. That's a function. And that's going to how you're going to A, target more your mid back, upper back, or your lats itself, given the arm path of your elbow in that lying dumbbell row itself. So you guys want to make sure because of an externally stabilized source itself for most of the exercise, if you guys are trying to maximize the muscle growth, which will maximize your body composition to a certain extent because you'll be able to grow muscle using more weight and growing more muscle will lead to less body fat percentage overall because of the ratio of muscle to fat. So um, I know I'm talking a lot itself, but I get really excited. And also I this topic is something that I have not uh, really fully indulged on in the past itself once i kind of really studied this and I learned more about it i'm like holy shit all this really makes sense and i learned more and more and more about it and then i started to see more gains from it because i was doing stuff that was like you know more optimal quote unquote in this fitness community to build that muscle now some people don't really like the words optimal or that better kind of side of things because they like to be old school training and just slam fucking three plates on a bent over barbell row which have nothing against right but now that we have all this new science out here and all these new kind of tactics, if you guys apply the principles, you know, truly pushing yourself to failure or close to failure with the externally stabilized services, with these new science trained kind of 
technique itself proven to gain more muscle mass, proven to be better. You guys can see even exponentially greater growth, but also the more average Joe could see a better change in the physique, right? Because like now that more people have this knowledge itself and it's proven out there, yes, the old school ways of just pushing yourself and push yourself, that's ultimately going to be a better result than just doing the fucking new optimal exercise, not really push yourself to that failure or close to. There's a kind of like a trade-off between the two, but if you guys can maximize that point of really truly truly pushing yourself to failure or close to and using these new science kind of based approach itself, most people can get achieve a fucking amazing physique. And I'm super happy to say that confidently because I've done so with so many of my clients themselves and I use the training principles and also diet, obviously fucking fucking amazing role itself. All that stuff's been studied and we have the fucking fucking best knowledge out there now better than any time ever before so let's utilize this knowledge to the best of our abilities so we can look aesthetic as hell and don't feel bad about ourselves don't feel better about our gut don't feel bad at looking mirror don't feel bad when you take off your shirt just fucking feel great about yourself coach yeah sign up thank you guys for tuning in to the live to inspire podcast the number one podcast for men in the 20s trying to lose weight and get abs the first time my mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves through fitness. So, if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time, then DM me the words abs on Instagram at KevinWu underscore. That is K-E-V-I-N-W-U-W-U underscore. And we'll have a chat whether or not I can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time. That is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you.